Well, welcome along this week. We're going to start to uh, move from accountability in terms of our energy and what, how we're feeling to um, actually have a look at our profit. Now, I guess this is the one that naturally I would go to straight away when I thought about accountability. Um, and so that's why we've delayed it until sort of week three of the month because I don't think it is as important as how we're feeling. However, the next natural progression then from feeling great and being synergistic of working together is to actually achieve the result. Now, have you defined what that result is? Through that SMILES program, have you got to the income portion or the investment portion that is going to allow you to be able to free up that lifestyle? And so certainly that would be the exercise that I'd encourage if you've not yet done uh, to complete this week. Um, basically what um, I guess happened for us is that we both met overseas backpacking. Uh, we spent every cent that we earned every week, um, usually on fun activities, social activities. We had not a thought about the future um, at all because it was always going to be about just saving a little bit of extra money to go overseas, over to Europe skiing or you know travel around the world or, or whatever that was. And it wasn't until I was probably 22 years old that I started to work um, with a gentleman who had a huge investment portfolio and really see what true passive income investment style was like. And um, you know, not only did I, I love it, it's, it felt like home to me. I just believed that there was a different way or a better way to be able to live than that 40 year plan, working 40 hours a week. Um, you know, for 40 years and retiring under $40,000 a year, which I had watched my parents do, was watching some of my brothers and sisters do. It just, to me, didn't seem like the fastest track or, or the right thing. The first thing that, um, in terms of profit that I needed to gain from, from this gentleman was the um, ability to be able to think. That, to me, was the true asset. Because if you can think for yourselves as a couple, you won't follow the Joneses, you won't follow the pack. And that's what it's going to require when you're thinking about profitability. Because for the majority of people, when they get a larger income stream, they just expand their expenses to meet the income that's available for them. And so what's really vital here is to set out with the end in mind. To be able to go to a financial planner or a coach or whoever you're going to be working with as your mentors, to be able to say, look, this is the lifestyle that we want to lead and this is our time frame that we're working in, how much will I need to generate um, in income above and beyond what our survival needs are to be able to start to invest? And having been a, a global trainer for um, a group of coaches that was um, um, about 80 in, in size, I was coaching them one-on-one. -on -one. What I found when I was um, getting them to do their personality profiles, I used a, a Myers-Briggs style um, assessment and started to work with their core strengths to work out how they could fast track um, what it was that they wanted to achieve. Now, they were in, from a pool of a thousand coaches um, globally. There was 80 of them that I was working with and I was surprised at how many of them had fallen into that traditional trap of um, looking rich but not truly being rich. And having had a financial planner from you know, 23, 24 years of age, I'd learnt the disciplines or the success principles that got people ahead. And yet in contextual, when I was put in this uh, new coaching environment, I was encouraged to ignore those success principles and kind of follow the road which was fake it until you make it. 
that was hugely destructive for our net worth. Um, it was a great learning curve and I certainly needed to go down that path to be able to give you my wisdom today. But I certainly found that having come from um, a corporate scene of an employee model or a share ownership model, it was taken very responsibly that every single month a per certain percentage of our money was invested. And um, to go from there to an environment where you stretched on leases and, and rental equipment and, um, and all sorts of external expenses to be able to grow the persona of success first and then use the law of vacuum to catch up, it was good that we tested and measured both models. However, for me, it never created that feeling of wealth. Now, wealth is what you have when you have no money. And for me, I certainly had found that earlier on in life when we, um, you know, saved for our first car. I think um, my husband was on a, a salary per week of like $260 and I was on, you know, or he was on $313 and I was on $260 per week. And our, fa our financial planner said, no, we can't borrow for a car. We had to save for a car. And so, you know, our rent was $80 and, you know, we had to work out how to eat and and how to live and how to have some kind of a social life and save for a car. And we saved for our very first car of $4,000 and uh, we owned that car outright. And you know, we really got on the, on the, the right track there of learning how to motivate ourselves and, and earn extra money through commissions and sales and, and things like that um, that would fast track our goal by using charts on the fridge and all sorts of wonderful little tactics that we still use today. So really, you know, I just wanted to really frame up that profitability explained is really to understand for your lifestyle, what's it going to take per month for you to be able to achieve the goals on what timeline? And so if you think of a critical mass curve that's, you know, sort of, you know, at the beginning it feels like it's very, very steady and then it, it spikes upwards, that's how wealth is created. So in the beginning you might be looking at strategies like in managed funds or superannuation or, or things that are very safe and secure to start to invest excess cash in to buy units so that you're able to get dividends every year to reinvest to get more units to be able to get you success. You know, over time you might look at property, you might look at business. Now, as a couple in business, um, your percentage growth per year can have huge potential. Okay, so, you know, one of the first businesses that, uh, that that we got involved in, um, our return on investment was over 400% and very challenging to compete in real estate or you know different markets to get that type of return on investment. And so there are lots of business opportunities that are out there that you'll be able to get huge returns but it's just important that you don't expand that lifestyle to use up all of that money and still not be saving the equivalent of what you were when you were employed. And that was certainly the trap that I fell into. So what I'd like to explain to you is really the strategy that we started to look at for each of our clients and certainly for ourselves is to get onto a running track where we felt that the first stage of business was business mastery and that was to be, you know, um, working bad debt free. You've got to get rid of that debt. Okay, so that's your first goal is to be able to pay off those credit cards, get rid of any of those personal loans, whatever that's hanging over your head and so that you can start to really control where the money's going. 
and you look at the interest repayments you might be paying on a credit card versus the interest you would get if that money's in the bank and you start to realize that you know for each dollar that you're spending on a credit card um, versus had you saved that money and, and been the bank and given yourself interest um, how much further ahead that you'd be getting and so you know that's really our first goal when we're working with um, clients is business mastery to get to a point where their cash flow is positive and they're starting to invest somewhere between zero and a thousand dollars a month okay into their savings plan um, you know as soon from there as we can we want to move up to finding out you know what your niche is within business because you need to be unique in business and the way that profit comes is by um, going out to the marketplace and offering some guarantees some unique selling propositions that are going to set you apart within the business world and so your customers need to come to you in order to gain access to those goods and services or products or whatever it is that you're delivering have you got a very clear niche that you're working with and so when you have a niche we know you've got a niche because there is no competition and therefore your profitability goes up when your profitability goes up we really want you then to be investing somewhere between one and three thousand dollars a month um, into your saving strategy or your in investment strategy so you can see that this critical mass curve when you start to really work it is very very um, clear on moving you ahead as quickly as possible because can you see that it's easier to make a million dollars from a base of 500,000 net worth um, than it is to make 500,000 from a base of minus 200,000 okay so as you start to move forward responsibly as a couple and you be accountable as to what you can do to contribute to those joint goals just by um, saving money from um, shopping for kids clothes during sale time or you know um, not putting things on credit card but using lay buy or you know very very simple strategies of just delayed gratification you start to realize that um, you can both be very empowered towards your goals and as we say I mean the most number one success principle uh, in life for getting ahead financially is to marry well is to be united in your goals and your vision and to encourage and support each other all of the time and so it's important that as you've gone through that smiles program and you've looked at who you are as individuals and where your energy is around money can you actually put an action plan together that's solid that then you can stick to and you can become accountable in terms of the finances um, now that may be a plan I know one of the plans that we've got plays out very much by um, 2010 um, and we are in you know 2009 at the moment and so you know we might we might be working at any stage 15 months ahead um, for where we want to be financially and we as long as we're on the plan and we're sticking to that plan and we're aligned with that plan we don't deviate and we get a reward when we get to the end of that we've got another plan then for 11 11 11 okay so after our 2010 plan we know where we want to be um, by that magical date 11 11 11 and then we've got some clarity around where we need to be by the end of 2012 so you might have some snapshots of where you want to be accountability wise on each of those little areas and then have a game plan as to what it is that you would need to um, produce in terms of business because once you've got to niche and you've got extra money if you want to jump to that next level of lifestyle which is smiles then you're really needing to use your leverage
and you might need to leverage through getting more team on board to free up your time so that you can be more profitable. You might need to leverage through computer systems or um, stock on hand or warehousing or storage or you know lots of different areas within within your business but once you're clear around where you need to leverage that leverage should be producing you more money so you might be able to leverage through your savings accounts now you might be able to leverage through property you might be able to leverage through um, expanding your businesses and through this leverage principle we would expect that you can start to invest more money over that time um, jumping from say um, you know one to three thousand to starting to invest somewhere between three to seven thousand dollars per month and you imagine as an income strategy um, you start to get seven thousand dollars per month working in your favor cash flow wise what is that going to do for your end picture okay once you've got that leverage ability you can start to really recruit high quality team that are going to be able to produce an even better result. Okay, so as you grow in your emotional intelligence, <clears throat> that's really where I feel that team really um, grows you on a character level of can you build a vision for a team and a plan for a team, is that we want to start to be able to multiply our efforts through using a team. And so once you have multiple, so I think you know at 23 we um, leveraged and bought into a second store and as soon as I moved into that second store and got that store to be um, in the top three most profitable stores, my first store was the least profitable. <laughs> okay, so the lesson there was I had no leverage here. All the profit that I was making in this second store was being sucked up by that first store because I had appointed the wrong team member to be the team leader. She was an excellent 2IC, loved being a 2IC, but as soon as um, was put in a leadership position, um, was not the best person and kept burning team and not achieving targets and um, and not coping within that role and I was yet at the maturity level that I could see um, the action that needed to be taken now if I look back now I mean you know 12 years ago or, or whatever that was now it's so easy for me to see what should have been done but you two are going to have your own experiences that you need to gather throughout your life um, to be able to give you that wisdom and that was a huge learning curve for me. That leverage bar took me years to master, um, to develop team to the point where everyone was profitable and working synergistically when I wasn't there. Uh, that's no small feat. Very few people ever achieve that. And so, you know, it makes sense. It's gonna take some time and it's going to require some change, some personal change, some leadership um, ability to be able to get to a point where that income that's being generated is more than if you just had one business. And the temptation often is to go back down the ladder and use less leverage and less team to generate more profit. However, if you look at your big picture of time and money, that's never going to be achieved. So I'd really encourage you to keep pushing through within these lessons that once you get team that are loyal to you, that understand what it is, the job that needs to be done when you're not there, that profit that starts to come in is a lot more passive style and so you can fast track those investments. And now we're talking about more share ownership or perhaps a franchising model, private franchising, public franchising, whatever type of business model that you are working with that allows and equips people to work on their own goals um, for the betterment of themselves and it's not reliant on you. And that truly is incredible. I was coaching a client's um, franchisees last week when they were in 
uh, Alaska for six weeks on a dream holiday and I was speaking to one of the franchisees and saying how are they coping you know without the owners there and they said well at the end of the day it's our business I mean we're not going to wait until somebody um, comes in and really you know tells us what we need to do to be able to create our dream lifestyle we knew this franchise needed to give us you know 250,000 profit and we've achieved that and now we want to shoot that up to 300,000 and in the next year they were completely focused compared to the second franchisee who said oh I just bought the dud shop at the dud time um, you know the fact that they've gone away now is really hard on me and you know very challenging in that situation when you realize that um, it's chalk and cheese isn't it in terms of accountability and so you realize that straight away the attitudes of people are going to determine their results so what's your attitude towards your plan are you being accountable to where your money's going on a monthly basis are you excited about removing any of that debt that might have been accumulated as you were learning those life lessons that you so needed and build that character to be able to get to the next rung or the next level and that's all that's happening for you if you take a snapshot of where you are right now and you're frustrated just realize that that had to have happened for you to then massively jump to the next level and that's what we found with our net worth as it grew and then we jumped to the next rung we learnt new lessons that sucked away a lot of that net worth until we jumped and got solid on the next rung and then it grew back even stronger and better than before but every single rung we started freeing up more time and adding more lifestyle and achieving more of our lifetime goals that we wanted to achieve um, they say business is a five to seven year plan if you're absolutely committed to moving forward and ahead based on these systems and these structures and I certainly know that it took the full seven years for me to grow in emotional intelligence to understand what were the behaviors that I needed to implement on a daily basis that was going to ensure long-term success following those success principles were not negotiable I had to get up and do my affirmations. I had to get up and understand um, what my long-term picture was. I had to work to a 90-day plan. I had to have cash flow forecasts. I had to have budgets and daily sales and break-even targets. All of those things that we know that we should have, um, when I let them slip and went into denial, I suddenly stopped checking the bank account. I suddenly stopped checking my sales. I wouldn't go to the mailbox. Things, simple behaviours were recognisable by my husband to go, I can see that you've got fear around the finance sector of your business. So if that's happening or playing out for you, just understand that there's some wisdom there that you need to gain and that there's nothing you've done wrong, that it's just a period of time that you're at and if you're not investing any money currently, that you need a plan as to when you will be investing. And what's your strategy? Who's your team that you're working with that's going to create that long-term result. So once we've got that team in place and we've really, you know, working with the team to motivate them and tap into what it is that they want, now we really focus on the customer getting a synergistic result when they walk into our business. And if you think of the most synergistic business on the planet, where wherever you are, you walk in and you get consistency of service, which business pops into mind? And I've never done a seminar where McDonald's hasn't been the top idea on somebody's mind in terms of having great synergy within um, the framework of their teams. There's not anybody that goes in and says, well, where's Anne-Marie to cook my cheeseburger? She cooks the best cheeseburger. It's the same 
low quality cheeseburger usually that you expect and so that's that's happiness that's the fun factor of going into a business that has synergy is that everything is working on a turnkey system it's synergistic for every single customer you know that when you walk in the doors you're either going straight to the bathroom or straight to the counter there's no confusion around what the customer is expected to do and so therefore how synergistic is your business being because that's the duplication that you're going to require to enable you to start investing you know up to the forty thousand dollar a month mark and so there's going to be certain areas that you'd be playing in have you got the intellectual property that you own to be able to grow a business that's going to output that amount of profit and if not is that a possibility is that something you even want to do or can you tap into a system that's already existing and use leverage to be able to get that result and so there's lots of different options that are out there it's just important that you research all the options that fit best for yourself and commit to a plan that might be five to seven years that you're going to stick to we do the hundred weeks to success to start to learn our patterning around um, what's happening and that helps when it comes to the money to see that you might get a money um, like lesson every 13 weeks every 60 weeks every 20 weeks whatever it is for you whenever you feel that uh, you have fear around money or you um, aren't making a lot of profit and you're getting down on yourself you need to you know note that and realize what's the space in between do you go three months and you're you know clear sailing until a bass comes and then it knocks you around emotionally what's happening for you on a profitability level are you making lots of income and covering your expenses but you're not actually investing anything for yourself in your long-term plan and for me I just needed a wake-up call and I found that a lot of my clients needed a wake-up call to be able to um, have a look at what the end result was going to look like and what they needed to do on a weekly basis because if you think of a hundred weeks to success it's eight quarters eight quarters to get what it is that you would like now if it's five years away how many quarters is that you've got 20 20 little 90-day plans to be able to achieve what it is that you need to achieve in that five-year period can you stay focused as a couple for that long for 20 quarters are you up for that challenge how many quarters are going to be productive and you're going forward and how many quarters can you afford to plateau or go backwards and you know that's sort of the game that we're playing at at this level now when we start to realize that you know the couples that are in business that are wanting to get ahead are very focused on being able to use their energy when they have it very productively to get ahead in whatever that sense of success is for you to get more lifestyle to get more income to get more whatever it is and so you know in order for us to achieve those long-term smiles goals it's going to require um, time and money and so the money part of it is really the profit part and have you got a cash flow projection for this next quarter on how much profit you're going to make and have you set up a profit account that you can transfer that money on perhaps the 10th or 15th of the month and then really push yourselves to be able to achieve the expenses that are going to come in anyway and pay yourself first that was a huge shift for us when we started to invest our money on the 10th of every month and then we had to find the rest of the money for the bills 
and it was forced savings. We learnt that from De Martini, Dr. John De Martini, um, in his um, How to Make a Million Dollars and Not Go to Hell or, or something. The program we did, and uh, I feel great about our investment strategy. And uh, and you can do that too. You can really, or oh, what was it called? How to Make One Hell of a Profit and Not Go to Hell. I think by Dr. John De Martini. So we did that program and really were inspired to be able to um, be in that top percentage of couples that not only retired financially free but were able to contribute back to others and I wish that for you also. So your homework this week is to complete your income goals or your cash flow projections. There's certainly one on the Leisure Seekers uh, website if you'd like to email us we can send that to you and, uh, and you know keep us informed as to what you're needing at this stage to be able to ensure that you execute that plan and move ahead whether that's coaching whether that's mentoring whether that's a buddy system whatever you're needing tap into what the existing programs are come for the play in the park or, or bring your kids out whatever the drive days whatever we've got planned you're invited to so I uh, wish you well this week and look forward to catching up again next week